yourself becoming a little bit confused as to how to use your reins. Uh, perhaps you've heard all these different terms being thrown at you, such as maybe soften your rein or fill up your rein or hold the rein, lighten the rein. And you are just, you don't really understand that. And not only that, how much pressure do you actually apply and how much weight do you put on the rain, this weighted rain? Well, guys, this week is for you. If that's the case, we're going to be talking all about it. But first of all, before I go any further, I want to let you know that this is the very last week that there will be a free trial over at Daily Strides. And the reason is because everything is changing. Strides for success, Daily Strides Premium is changing. Uh, how it's changing? Well, everything is going to be available to our members from the 1st of October. So all the past lessons are going to be in there. It's going to be videos, going to be lots of fun stuff in there. But because of that, we can no longer give away the seven day free trial or a 30 day trial or any trial for that matter. So what you can do is pop over to strivesforsuccess.com forward slash trial and you can pick up all the lessons there. Of course, what we do, it's called Daily Strides because, well, there's a lesson every day. We create five every week, Monday to Friday, each are 12 minutes long. You can listen to them all together or they all um, slot in, I suppose, to they kind of have an end point, a beginning and an end point each day that you can slot them into your day as you ride. Uh, so you don't have to listen to it all um, at the one time. But whatever way you want it, um, they are there. And as I say, from the 1st of October, if you are a Daily Strides Premium member, you will have access to everything. And can I just say, everything is a lot. Eh? We're almost on 500 episodes or 500 lessons at this point. But guys, back to talking about the reins. And as I mentioned, we I spoke there about, you know, you thinking that perhaps your reins are only for steering and stopping your horse. And the thing is, the reins, yes, they are a small part of the system to do that. But you know, your reins they are not what you thought they were, I suppose. And I think that learning how to apply the reins correctly actually means that we need to, first of all, change how we think about the reins and how we think of our rein aids when we're riding. So first of all, if we're talking about our reins, it's really, really important that you are holding them correctly and that the position is correct when you're, you're holding your reins. And the reason I say this is I'll often see horses that um, perhaps they want to scratch their mouth um, off their front legs or maybe it's a pony wanting to eat grass or maybe they've just been a bit naughty and they want to stretch down. And if you watch anybody on a horse that's doing that, you can see really, really quickly if the person, the rider, is the sort of rider that rather uses their reins as merely a connection to their upper body and the reins are and their hands basically are just there holding the reins for their upper body or the people who are trying to use their reins and their arms as well, I suppose they're using the strength in the reins and their arms because the people who are just relying on strength their that upper arm strength and um, by the way you're never going to outpull a horse eh? but uh, that upper arm strength they tend to fall forward as soon as the horse maybe stretches down so as I said to eat grass or to scratch their leg or whatever they're going to do <laughs> do things that you're not expecting them to do okay whereas the people who see their reins and see and I suppose use whether consciously or subconsciously they use their arms as merely an extension of their upper body their core comes into play and the horse then 
doesn't. They almost resist it and it stops them from being pulled forward. And the interesting thing is that if you notice the horse's reaction when this happens, the horse or the pony that realizes they can pull their rider forward. So the rider that's just using the upper arm strength um, for the reins. So the reins become like completely independent of everything else. Um, and they're just their own separate entity there. Um, the horse will begin to pull harder uh, or just try and stretch down more because they realize, ah, the game's on. This rider's not going to keep this up for very long. Whereas the horse that then feels that their rider is actually the reins and their arms are just an extension of their core and of their body, they will generally stop. They'll think, okay, well, I'm not going to get any good out of this. And they stop it. And it's nice and it's gentle. It's not a jerk. It's not a an, an unpleasant movement for the horse. And that's what's really, really important. So how do we get this? Well, first and foremost your arms have to fall down from your shoulders. So a lot of people, when they're riding, they end up with these very straight elbows. Now, I know we're talking about reins here, but you know, your reins are really just an extension of your arms. So it's important that we, first of all, discuss where your arms are coming from. And if you can imagine carrying cups of tea um, or coffee, if that's your poison of choice, um, but cups of tea, if you put your arms out straight, okay, so your upper arm I'm talking about here, from your shoulder and you're trying to carry that cup of coffee or tea it is going to spill everywhere it's going to splash you're not going to have a very enjoyable or full cup by the time you get to your destination and that is because there's a lot of movement there's a lot of stiffness and there's a lot of i suppose jerking up and down going on there okay whereas if you have if you allow your arms to literally just relax from your shoulders down fall naturally as they would and then just very very gently take up a very light um kind of a hold of it without stiffening your arm well you're going to have a nicer cup of coffee at the end of the day or a nicer cup of tea and the same applies then from the wrists if you if you think of the same thing as carrying that coffee cup and you imagine bending your wrist so you want to maybe bend your wrist so as the cup is back facing you even though your arm is away from you Again, it's going to cause a lot of bumping and bouncing there and you're going to end up with less liquid in your cup when you get to the end. And the same thing applies for your horse. Whereas if you allow a straight line down from your elbow through the top of your thumb, if you could imagine you drew that straight line, and then the top of your thumb is holding between the thumb and the index finger, it is holding the coffee cup. So as your fingers go obviously through the handle of the cup, your thumb is pushed down there and is holding it, well, it's nice and soft and you will generally get a better cup of tea. And the same thing applies to your reins with your horse, okay? So you have to think of your, your arms as being an extension of your body and that any clenching or stiffness that's going to go on there is not going to work to your advantage at all, okay? So I mentioned there keeping your wrists nice and straight. Now, that is really important. And I also mentioned not clenching with your fingers. And I think that's really, really important. So if you can just glance down there and have a look at your hand and whether you're holding reins or not, um, I want you to imagine and kind of visually see the reins coming up and just kind of gather it up as though you had a set of reins in your hand. Now, if you were just going to focus, first of all, on the tips of our fingers, so our fingertips, if your nails are pointing in towards the palm of your hand, so if you've long nails, you'll feel them. If you short nails, maybe you'll have to squeeze a bit to feel that. But if your nails are kind of tucked in and almost hidden by the, the fleshy part of the ball of your thumb, I don't know if that's what that's called, by the way. But um, yeah, if, you're, if your nails are hidden there, 
that is incorrect and you're actually just clenching at the reins and I bet you to do that you have a lot of tension through your hand which of course is going to um, make its way down the rein and your horse is going to be able to feel that. You should rather have that the your fingertips, the fleshy parts, where you're, where you're, where people would take your fingerprints, and hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, that should be almost lying on the palm of your hand, and even up to the point where the ball of your thumb is. And then, as people would tell you to soften with your rein or to maybe uh, hold with your rein, it actually more comes down to those finger movements than it does to the actual hand and your arm movement, okay? So if you can imagine your fingers are there, they're lying against the palm of your hand, you are now able to have a talk or a conversation through your fingertips almost down the rein to your horse. So how do we know if this conversation is going well? Well, we're always told that the horse has to seek the rein, okay? And seeking it by the pole moving forward and down as opposed to back and up, okay? So if you can imagine that you want the pole stretching into the contact, moving forward, of course, you're going forward, so it always must be going forward, but then that it's stretching into it as opposed to back and up where you get that hollow back through your horse, okay? Your hands have to be elastic and it has to allow this to happen. So if you've got these stiff arms or even stiff fingers, or if your knuckles are on top as you ride, as opposed to your thumb being on top, you're going to get a lot of stiffness there. And that will result in your horse trying to basically get out of the way of your hands. And there you get that hollowness through your horse's back, okay? So you want that nice softness that comes from your arm just hanging down by your side. It comes from the thumb being on top and it comes from your fingers just being closed around the rein and rather using your thumb to hold the rein as opposed to your fingers to clench the reins as you're doing it. So if you're thinking there of taking or restraining your horse with the rein, you can just slide your fingers closer to your wrist in that position to maybe um, put a little bit more pressure onto that rein, okay? And then that will obviously close the rein around. And then the same thing applies if you want to soften you will just slide your fingers closer to where your fingers actually join your hand and that will of course allow you to lengthen the rein. And all the while, as I mentioned, it is your thumb that is holding the rein. Your thumb, the rein, your thumb is almost like the clamp that if the rein is coming up and over your index finger, your thumb is holding the rein. Now, I don't want you holding the rein. I often see people when they ride, they've got piano hands, okay? You don't want piano hands. So what I mean by that is that they have the rein almost going Close, closer to their index fingernail and they're kind of just very, very lightly um, touching it or tipping it there with their thumb. Rather have it where uh, on that first joint of your, of your finger and then your thumb, you don't want a straight line, you don't want a flat thumb, rather try and bend your thumb. Use the knuckle in your thumb um, or the joint in your thumb to bend your thumb a little bit onto that. So it's actually the pad of your thumb, the fleshy part of your thumb that's going to be down onto your rein and holding your rein. So how much pressure do we apply? I mentioned pressure there. And you know, applying the pressure and knowing what pressure to apply, I think it is first of all necessary to understand what your horse is doing at that time in order to either achieve or to maintain whatever you're looking to do. So. The amount of pressure in your hand will directly correlate to what your horse is doing underneath you. And not only that, what is happening from the hindquarters going through the back, and then this will result in where the head and neck are and what they are doing in any particular moment with your horse. So if he's got true collection, I just think about this, if you're maybe uh, riding a collected trot, okay, and, and there really is a lot of collection there, the pressure will actually be at its lightest there because your horse is carrying himself. Not only that, his pole will have lifted up slightly more. 
towards your hands. He'll be carrying himself more, okay? If you're more going for a working trot, there'd be a consistent light touch. So again, if we imagine this, um, our fingers, it would be kind of medium way. So it's just nice and relaxed. It would be where your fingers would normally carry. And if you can imagine the cup of tea, it would be the same thing. It's just nice. You're carrying it. You're not gripping onto it you're not holding it's your thumb that's actually holding the cup uh, your fingers are just there almost balancing it and the same thing so if you want anything consistent think of that balance and um, that's what you're looking for with consistency and then if you're going long and low and um, there will be a little bit more pressure because the pull would then be stretched forward and down however if your horse is heavy or leaning and there's a little bit of an uncomfortable amount of pressure this is because you're carrying him as opposed to him carrying himself. So that's important. So what I would suggest you doing and what we're going to be doing this week is we're going to be, first of all, going very step-by-step step through how we're holding our reins, what we're doing with our reins, and then also what we're doing you know, a lot of people I'll see, they want to shorten their reins and instead of being maybe nice and gentle, they end up grabbing it. And it doesn't matter what you've you've kind of led up to before that point. If you're the sort of person who's then going to begin grabbing the reins and I suppose even um, jerking on them and making very quick, sudden movements, your horse is not going to want to find the contact with you because he can't rely on you to be consistent through the contact. So as I say, this week we're going to be going step by step through that. Of course, all this comes down to having an independent seat and your reins will only be as good as your seat because remember, it is only an extension of your seat and of your body. So having that independent seat is first and foremost to have an, any sort of a good contact on your reins that we will be talking about during the week. And I think continuously being, um, I suppose, aware of what you're doing while you are uh, riding your horse is half the battle to actually beginning to subconsciously, without even thinking about it, having a better contact on those reins and applying your rein aids better. As I mentioned, if you are interested in joining Daily Strides, daily strides premium you can pop over to www.stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join all the details are there and yeah as i say from next week the first of october everything is going to be available in there lock stock and barrel you can have it all guys have an absolutely awesome week and for those premium members i'll see you all tomorrow be good bye